artist vinyl analysis. It's an artist edition with Derek St. Holmes, the original singer for Ted Nugent. And we do Ted's self-titled album, Ted Nugent. Sometimes we butted heads, sometimes we didn't, but the music doesn't lie. And when we recorded it, we knew we had something magical and uh, it was a riot. Vinyl Analysis, and I am your host, Arch Madness, along with me, producer Greg Hansberry. What's up, Greg? Greg, we have, for the listeners of this podcast, a artist edition. Today, it is actually going to be Derek St. Holmes. He is the original singer for Ted Nugent. We're going to do that first Ted Nugent record that was released back in October of 1975. All right? This is, I'm going to tell you, we're going to get right into this because... This is one of my favorite interviews that I've ever had a chance to do, especially in the vinyl analysis realm. So here's the deal, Greg. Derek played a show in Columbus, all right, with some Columbus artists. He did all the original songs that they did on that first record. So you're going to hear him talking about Terry Davidson and the Gears. You're going to hear him talking about uh, Joey Mullen of Badfinger, who shared the stage with him that night. Cool. You're going to hear him talk about Danor Project. Uh, Danor, one of our favorite guys, one of the best Columbus musicians in town for sure, and has been on a vinyl analysis podcast. We did Diver Down together, so you can find that in the archives. Got to be a better way for me to phrase that. So, <laughs> and the reason I want to get into this because, like I said, this is one of my favorite interviews that I've had because the guy is authentic. The guy is honest. He is going to tell you about that first Ted Nugent record. He is going to talk about the fallout as they uh, recorded the uh, as they recorded the second record. Free for all. It ended up being meatloaf on that record. Then they brought Derek St. Holmes back. It's all in this, guys. You are gonna if you're a Ted Nugent fan, or and I know a lot of you are, if you're a Derek St. Holmes fan and think he's one of the better vocalists of that era, this is an iconic record that we're gonna be discussing here. That first Ted Nugent record, some great songs on there, and he is just he's honest. Talks about the feuding with with uh, with Ted and the personality clash. It's all in this vinyl analysis, so we're going to get into it right now. This is Derek St. Holmes, and we're going to discuss the self-titled debut album, Ted Nugent, and the Ted Nugent record. This is good stuff, gang. You're going to dig it. It's vinyl analysis. Derek, man, <laughs> this good. is an honor. It's good to be here. No, it's, it's, it's an honor, man. I mean, as far as... Uh, the hard rock scene in the in the seventies and the eighties, man. You're you're just that voice of yours, such a, a big part of that, man. So it's Ooh, it is an honor to you. have you have you in here with me. Well, man, thank you, thanks for saying that. I know that um, most of them are dying off, so I'm I'm one of the last ones. Isn't that something, man? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just crazy. the last couple of years have just been it's been brutal on rock know, and roll. I know, absolutely brutal. It's crazy. And you've probably seen you've seen a lot of it, man. I've seen some craziness and I've seen some greatness, but. Um, you know, yeah, you just got to take care of yourself. That's all. 
There you go. But we're going to have some fun. You Talk know, to us, Goose. I, I, what do you got? What do you got planned for us tomorrow? Well, I heard that this ballroom is beautiful. It is. Okay. So that's going to be great. Once we walk in there, it'll probably remind me of the old ballrooms back in Detroit. But um, I think we're going to, um, you know, I'm going to do most of that first Ted Nugent album. Oh. Um, and when I say first Ted Nugent album, I mean the one that's got Stranglehold on it. That everybody thinks Ted sings, but that's me singing it. And I co-wrote almost all that stuff on that album. We'll, we'll get into that record yeah. in a little bit because, quite yeah. honestly... Hey baby is still that's it's like a top five for me. Wow, so we'll, thank you. So yeah, it. we'll yeah. Now tomorrow night you've got a, a musician and his band with you, Terry Davidson and the Gears. Terry's yeah. phenomenal and, and yeah. very popular in this town and very okay. well respected, and he's just a solid guy. So you couldn't have hooked up with a better cat. Well, that's what I hear now. I I have not met the man yet, but I heard that he's as cool as he could be. That's he's great. the real deal too. Yeah, man. man. That's what I hear. I heard, heard that he brings it. So, so I'm, I'm excited. Have you uh, have have you and Joey Mullen ever crossed paths? Oh, we have. And, oh, yeah, lots of times. All right, all right. Yeah, we, we do a lot of that rock and roll lead singer, you know, voices of kind of thing. And, gotcha. And we fly to different casinos and cities, and there's a core band, and we get up and we sing our songs. And so Joey and I have done that a lot. Joey's fantastic. Man. Sure is a sweeter guy. You will not find. I keep telling them if if, if they try to put together. A, uh, a nostalgic Beatles Beatles thing with Paul McCartney. He's got to be in the band. He would have to. He'd have to. I mean, or at least let him and Denny Lane kind of arm wrestle yeah, for it. Yeah, that's right. right. Denny, <laughs> yeah, Denny, Denny could be there, too. Yeah, you know, and, and really, and we'll get back into to what you've got going on, mm-hmm. but we, we kind of started off with the, oh my God, what has happened to some of these musicians? And you talk about Joey Mullen and, and, and that band. There's no more tragic story yeah. than the Badfinger yeah. story. Yeah, nobody left but him. I mean, that was wow. just brutal. I mean, yeah. it, just brutal the way that all went down. It's such yeah. a talented, talented group. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. And and to be so, so, so good and so close to, you know, breaking out. I know, I, mean, I know, I know, right? Yeah. It's the ultimate heartache story in rock and roll Between for sure. all that and, and uh, the one that always gets to me is um, Journey. I'm always waiting for right. <laughs> Steve Perry to come back. Did that bum you out when, yeah. on the uh, on the hall on the hall of yeah, fame you know ceremonies? Uh, and sad to say, because I, I've been working a lot lately, so I haven't had a chance to um, check all that stuff out. But when somebody said, "Yeah, man, go to YouTube and check it out," he um, they just got inducted, and he didn't sing. Mm-mm. And I went, "What?" And but it was great the way he was graciously thanking everybody, and and I get all that, and even I love the way he thanked the the, the new singer. And then when the show went on, the singers doing a duet with a with a film of yeah. Steve singing. Yeah. So I don't know, and I did see a little bit of um, footage of of Steve singing. So I don't, I don't know. It must be something greater than just um, not wanting to. Where do you rank his voice? Ah, and rock ten. Uh, yeah, I mean, as far oh, as yeah. he's, he's one of, he's one of the best, right? Oh yeah, yeah. He can get up there. He can get up there. I know that we. Um, we had a band called Saint Paradise, and we used to tour with uh, Journey a little bit. And he was on the side of the stage watching me sing every night. Wow! Yeah, yeah, just into the music at that point. You yeah. know, everybody wanted to see what everybody was doing, right? Yeah, between him and Brad Delp from Boston, I mean, there was uh, only a couple of us that could get up in that range, along with um, uh, Getty Lee. So yeah, it was um, you know. Mutual Admiration Society. (laughs) We're looking forward to tomorrow night at the Mm -hmm. Valleydale Ballroom, and we have Derek St. Holmes with us here in studio. 
I mean, what do you have on the burner currently? And I kind of I prepped you before we went on. I said, look, my buddies are going to have a fit if I don't ask you about the Whitford St. Holmes and, and what's going on <laughs> there. I know you guys hooked up. Uh, was that in 16, 2016? Was it last year or the yeah, year before? Yeah, it was last year. We put a uh, put an uh, album out. We hadn't been together for like 34 years. Yeah. And Brad moved to Nashville, and I had already um, moved to Nashville about two years prior to that. So now we start hanging out and meeting for coffee in the morning, you know, two old buddies. Right. So one thing leads to another, and he goes, hey, man, I got these new guitars. You want to see them? I go, yeah, yeah. He's like, well, let's go back to the house. So we go back to the house. We're looking at guitars. For Brad and I, we sit down and we start playing, and then it turns into writing songs. Some people, it's hard for them to write songs. For us, if we get together, he's always got like 100 riffs, and, and I got 100 riffs. And, you know, he's always got a song idea, so that's what we did. So we said, man, we got to put these things down. Let's go in the studio. So that's what we did. We called in all of our buddies, get the best of the best. And um, I think that album is probably one of the best albums I've ever done. Wow. Yeah. And I, um, I don't think I'm going to do any of that tomorrow. Okay. Unless the guys come up to me that I'm playing with and say, hey, man, we worked out this one, this one, this one, <laughs> then I right, will. Right, right. But um, since, see, Brad's out doing the uh, Arriva Derche uh, yeah, tour. with Aerosmith yeah, there. Yeah, uh, the Farewell. Yeah, num- you, everybody believe that stand on their head. <laughs> Number one. Right, Derek? Yeah. The first <laughs> Farewell tour. So um, when he gets back, I don't know. You know, I, I haven't talked to him. I know that they're having fun out there, and, and that's great. But... Um, I'm getting ready to to do a blues album with um, a gentleman by the name of Paul Nelson. And Paul Nelson was with Johnny Winter for the last 15 years. He was this guitar player. And I watched him play. We did a lot of Johnny Winter shows. So I thought, wow, you know, now Paul's just kind of, I don't know what he's doing, but now's a good time for me to right. call him up and go, right. hey, you want to do a rock and blues album? He goes, absolutely. He's already got a couple labels in Europe that are ready to chomp on it. So we're going to get together on that next month. So that should be Good fun. deal. Good deal, man. But we'll be I'm, looking out for that. I'm a bluesy dude. I mean, I, I kind of, I've always done rhythm and blues. I think when I joined Ted, I brought the rhythm and blues into that thing. I agree. Um, I agree. And, and uh, you know, you can hear it on that. On this album that's sitting in front of us. Let's, yeah. let's do it. Let's do it. The 1975 album, let's Ted Nugent. Uh, let's set the stage, Derek. I mean, because okay. the stories that I always heard were you were opening up for the Amboy Dukes one mm-hmm. time in the Midwest mm-hmm. or something. Uh-huh. And then when Ted split, there was a manager or somebody mm-hmm. said, what about Derek? Or yeah. Get us up to that well, point before you get to the recording. Here's the, here's what really happened. I had a band, um, a high school band, a three-piece band, rock and roll. We only played our own own material. Um, we opened up a lot of shows for Ted Nugent and the Amboy Dukes. So that was Ted and a couple, you know, different singer and a couple different uh, people in the lineup. But um, he saw me sing about three or four times and he kind of he went, wow, that kid's good. But, you know, I don't know if you know this, but Ted's got a little bit of an ego. No, now hold on. You're hold on. Wait a minute, yeah, Derek. Come you on. probably don't know. Is but, that? So, okay. So All right. He, whatever you say, So Derek. for him to want another guitar player. <laughs> right on. So he kept turning it down, right? Right, right. So I, um, I played, uh, you know, around Detroit as long as I could. And then I said um, to my wife at the time, I said, well, you know what? You know, your, your parents keep asking us to come to Los Angeles. Why don't we do it? So we're getting ready to pack up and leave. And truly, I walk in to take the phone off the wall, which they don't 
kids probably don't even know what I'm talking about. Right. So I, I go to <laughs> take the phone. It's ringing. I pick it up. It's Ted Nugent's agent. And he goes, hey, man, we finally talked Ted into it. Can you come up here today and do a rehearsal? And I went, shoot, I'm getting ready to leave for California right now, driving there. And so I go outside. I said, hold on. She goes, yeah, run up there. Let's just see what happens. So I ran up. I played with him for 20 minutes. He turns to me and goes, how many marshals do you want? And I said, three. So I guess I got, got the job. He, that, he was a, me, that was a decent number. He just yeah, didn't want you how, to. How many amplifiers do you want? I, I, how about he could have said, hey, man, you sound really good. Will you join the band? What about that? Maybe we could have done that. No, we didn't do that. No. So, so we kind of, you know, I came from being, a, a, a lot of people hear this alpha dog story. Ted is definitely in charge of Ted. Right. And when Ted walks in the room, he likes to take over the room. And that's great. I'm I'm a I'm an alpha dog, but I'm smart enough to let if there's one barking louder, I'm gonna let him run in the room and bark as loud as he wants to, and I'm gonna see what falls off the trees. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm smart enough to go, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys rush in there and clear that room, I'll be right behind you. But um so when I got in the band, I knew it was his band and 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 I knew it was all about Ted Nugent, but um, I just tried to give everything I could, you know, that, that I had to offer. And sometimes we butted heads, sometimes we didn't, but the music doesn't lie. No. Oh, and, my God. It's one can, of the best rock records yeah, ever. Yeah. And when we recorded it, we knew we had something magical, and uh, it was a riot. We had I had a great run with them. I think it was, I started in 74, 5, 6, 7, 8. And then um, it was time for me to go. You know, I think uh, it's just time to change. Right, right. Change it's time it to change. I, uh, understood, understood. Yeah. And I, I have Derek St. Holmes uh, in studio with me here. The writing process. Mm. Now you're talking about Mr. Alpha Dog there. Yeah. Well, I, I, honest to God, how how did that come in? Now, did you have these songs? Did you have Hey Baby ready? I had Hey Baby already. And um, a couple of the other things, I really didn't have them, but, but I was used to writing songs. So when... So when he'd come in the room and he'd go, hey, look, I got this thing It's uh, called Stranglehold. Oh. And he'd play this groove. I'm going, well, wow, I've heard that groove before. So I kind of know what to do with that. And he gives me these lyrics and he's trying to sing it. But Ted's, you know, Ted's come a long way singing. Oh, he has. And he I, has. I like to say I taught him everything he knows. But um, <laughs> oh, <this laughs> And if great. he was in the room, yeah, I'd tell him that. Yeah, anyway. you probably would. <clears throat> but um, he would, he was... T- reading these lyrics to me and I'm going, okay, well, we can't use that sort of melody you're using, you know, so I would come up with the melodies for some of these things. I came up with a lot of the bridge chords, some of the chorus chords, and, but when when the album finally got done and it shipped off up to New York, we all thought it was going to be fine. I mean, then he got, he put his name on everything and we were so young, we didn't even know what that meant. Right. But as you get older and you find out that you don't get the publishing from your work, well, that's it's a rude awakening, but it's all good. Wow. All good. Wow. And he knows. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, and yeah, and yeah. the whole thing with, uh, and, and I want to stay with this album, but the yeah, whole yeah. thing with Free For All and that well, we whole thing. We can get thing, to that later. Yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. That, but that 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 was an issue, and it's it's. Uh, yeah. I would love to hear the actual story of yeah. what went down with that record. But yeah. uh, sticking with uh, the first with Ted Nugent. Yeah. Uh, hey baby, how yep. did you write it? Talk talk to us about well, I was, that. Um, I think I went 
I saw Humble Pie. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, I love the way those two guitar guys play together with the bass and same line. And, and I got home, and I was just sitting on the edge of my sister's bed. She was off to college somewhere. And, and so I was staying up late about 2 o'clock in the morning, and I, that's when I'd get my writing done because everybody would be sleeping. Wow. I was still with my parents. So I wrote it at the edge of my sister's bed, um, noodling on the guitar at 2 in the morning. And then I brought it to the to Ted, and he went, "Oh man, that's cool. Let's do that one." So, that's kind of how that was. Wow, written. just like that. Oh yeah, it was pretty easy. <clears throat> but um, it was a long time before I had a chance to finally hook up with Steve Marriott oh, my and God. tell him yes. how great he was, and to tell him how much uh, I learned from them and stole from him. I used a different word, borrowed. Right, borrowed. Yeah, it sounds better. <laughs> it sounds a little better. Yeah, no, no, but he was. Um, he he was. He, he thought that was pretty cool. I hear that now. I yeah. hear that now. When I when I think of that first Nugent album, I I, I can pick that up. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd like a like an I don't need no doctor. The yeah, live or, version or from Hallelujah them. or Hallelujah. Yeah, Amen. Right. Yeah. 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 And so I, I I hear that now. When you yeah. say that, it's like wow. Because I always it felt it felt raw. It felt original. And you you talk about that bluesy rock and mm-hmm. and I hear the Chuck Berry and I hear oh, the yeah. I just it's such an iconic rock record. Yeah. That's uh well, thank th- you. Yeah, man. No, I mean that's yeah. yeah, there's some big guitar, but they're really we're emulating horn sounds, you know, right. just big band sounds. But yeah. I want to throw one more song at you from yeah, this. Yeah. Queen of the Forest, man. It's still one of yeah, my yeah, favorites. People still say that. Yeah, that's it's so still wild. one of my favorites. Somebody wanted me to sing that last night. Now, um, you know, when I play with Ted, we do all this stuff. Okay. And Queen of the Forest, you know, I I didn't know, but we do it every night. Sounds even better than the album. But um, yeah, I'm surprised at who is, you know, what likes what song, and and they scream them out. <laughs> it's just wild. I would have not thought Queen of the Forest was, was you know one of them, but it is. And same with Snakeskin Cowboys. But um, true, true. That's another jam. Yeah, I love them all, man. Such a great record, Derek St. Holmes uh, in studio with us here, and uh, yeah. you know what? Let's uh, let's kind of let's double up on our vinyl analysis here. Mm-hmm. Let's let's go to that free for all. Just Ooh, we don't yeah. have to get into it. No, yeah, no. we do. No, I want I no, want to know. I, can tell I want to know. I can man. tell I you in know. a nutshell, real quick. We we so this album is very successful for us. So we're competing back then with Led Zeppelin, Aerosmith, you know, Deep Purple, all the big bands. So when we went in for free-for-all, to me, I started to hear some of the playbacks, and the stuff started to sound a little poppy and thin to me. Okay. So I got in an argument with the producer about it. And the producer actually had Ted sign to him. So Ted really wasn't going to step up and go, hey, yeah, I think the same way Derek does, I want to change that. Well, he couldn't do that. But I wasn't signed to the producer, and I could say what I wanted. So I said, you know, the stuff is starting to get a little light for me. And uh, the producer said, well, if you don't like it, you can quit. And I said, well, you know what? I don't like it, so I'm going to quit. Yeah. And I left. I had already sang everything on that album. Um, I even brought a song in. uh, I want to tell you the George Harrison song. Oh, absolutely. Um, And they saved that and put that on something else down the road. I think they put it on State of Shock or one of those albums when I wasn't there. But um, so that's kind of what happened. So they they bring in this guy called Meatloaf. Nobody knew who he was. Yeah, man. This yeah, is, yeah. That's the out that's of the blue. So much involved with this record. Yeah, yeah. So so and wow. it, it just so happens I'm sitting in the control room 
Um, just kind of wrapping up a few little tight ends just so if they needed to put the thing out with my voice on it, it would have been completed. So the phone rings. I'm sitting in the room, and it's I pick it up because the engineer's busy. He goes, pick that up. So I pick it up. Hey, my name's Meatloaf, and I'm uh, looking for Ted Nugent. And I went, oh, man, Meatloaf, this is Derek St. Holmes. This, I, I guess you're coming in to sing this stuff. And he goes, yeah, yeah. And I said, well, you know, um, good luck. And I uh, hope, hope it all sounds good. hope it sounds good. He said, well, what? yeah, what's up? And I go, well, it's just not working out for me. And he goes, well, man, I need the gig, man. I need the gig. I said, well, absolutely. It's, it's all yours. So I split. About two weeks later, they, they took all the masters up to New York and play them around a, uh, uh, you know, all the, all the top. The execs, execs and stuff, yeah. yeah. So they're sitting around this table, and they're starting to play the tracks. And they're listening and listening. And then at the end of it, they go, who's that singing? They went, oh, man, that's it. You know, Ted's people are going, oh, that's, that's a new guy you're going to love. His name is Meatloaf. And they're going, okay, wait a minute. That's not the guy that's on the first album? No, uh-uh. Okay, wait a minute. You got to get the other guy back. That's all he said. Wow. Got to get the other guy. Where's the other guy? Oh, we 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 had some trouble with him. We didn't, you know, we we let that go, and we got to get. You need to get him back. So then you went on the tour, right? Well, they called me up, rehired me. Yeah, I it was lucky for me because then I got more money. You had a little. You had some leverage at that point. Oh boy, yeah. Oh, that's. So I came back, and we um we finished a little tidbits on that album, and then um we kind of patched that all up. And then we did, the sad part of the story is, Ted was signed to this producer that was from the 60s, and he had old ideas, nice man, but old ideas. Yeah. And he was just thankful that all of a sudden Ted's going up the charts. Well, the reason Ted's going up the charts is because Derek's singing and playing guitar with him. Damn right. Yeah. I mean, Ted says it. Ted will tell you that every time. The material was never the same. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, there are songs, yeah. there are Nugent songs down yeah. the road that I love. I mean, I love ones. Fred Bear. I Absolutely. Love, I, there's a handful of those songs. Absolutely. But, but this, this man, stuff was magic. This, this yeah. was This is lightning in a bottle right here. But um, so, yeah, so, I, you know, it kind of even carried off into Cat Scratch Fever. We were still kind of rubbing each other, my, the producer, myself. And Ted kind of just. You know, it was better for him not to say anything. I was always hoping he'd stand up and go, you know what? I like I like the kind of sound that Derek likes, too. And, and I think, um, you know, I kind of would like that. But he didn't. And it's because contractually he didn't have much leverage. Gotcha. And, and I wish I'd have known that back then. We'd have been less vocal and quieter and waited for the countdown to when this guy was going to leave. Right. And that came, finally came. But um, so even Catch Crush Fever, we... We got in a lot of, you know, fist fights and <laughs> arguments. <laughs> wow, man, Derek, th- yeah. I mean, thanks for sharing these yeah, stories, yeah, man. Yeah. It's just, it's, I, it, I wondered. I wondered. It's the way it was, you know. I mean, you play with Ted Nugent. You're you're in a band with a with four high energy dudes. Yeah, and because you've got to run fast to keep up with him, and if you don't run just as fast, he'll leave you. So we, it was pretty intense, twenty four seven. So. Tomorrow night mm. at the Valleydale Ballroom, mm. <laughs> we are going to get a lot off of this first oh, yeah. record. It's going to be intense. I, I cannot wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just it's it's been a while since I've heard "Hey Baby" live. It's been a while since I. Well, 
I would tell you, when you see me play it, and, and I have to step outside of myself now for a second. I hear you. Now, when you see it, you're going to go, that's 50% of what this Ted Nugent stuff is. And then if you go see Ted without me, that's 50% Percent. of what it, it is. It is, man. When you put it, it together, you got the whole deal. And um, we just Ted and I just played together down in Dallas about, a, about I don't know, five weeks ago. And we did a little, you know, set together. And it just, no matter who the bass player and drummer is, as long as they're real good, it sounds just like that. And, and, and not because you're here. I say this to all singers. I, I don't care who the guitar player is. Guitar, there are guitar legends. Yeah. We get that. Yep. But as rock fans, yeah. it's the voice yeah. that we associate the yeah. bands with. It, it just it is for me too. It is. Yeah. I hate to say that. Yeah. I just, but it is. It's yeah. it's the voice that you associate with the acts. Yeah. And it's tough. I know Ted's. Um, I think he's going out three piece this year. Okay. He's, he's he will be he's, here later in the summer. Yeah, he's going to do all the singing. Okay. And uh, and that's cool. I mean, the bands, uh, our bass player that we used to play with, um, I I came back in 2012. 12, I did 13, did 14, 15, I think he... I saw took, a couple of those. Took Absolutely. a hiatus. Yeah, he had I saw some, a couple of those. He had, had yeah. his, you know, a couple surgeries and took the year off. And then he, um, in 16, you know, Brad and I started, so I wasn't going to slow that down to, to do anything else. So... Um, in 16, when he was going to go out, they asked me to go out, and I said, oh, I can't because I'm doing the White Snake tour with Woodford St. Holmes. So then I, I don't think he asked me this year because he knew we were still kind of busy doing a lot of that stuff. So he's going to go out this year. I don't know what's going to happen. You never know. You never know. And the and guy calls you, and you see if we have the schedules lined up, And it up, matches we'll up. It. Yeah. And it matches up. Yeah. And, but do I love Ted? Absolutely. I love him like he's my older brother. Right on. Yeah, absolutely. No. People always go, did you and Ted patch it up? Well, there's n- really never anything to patch up. Yeah, yeah I mean, we're if, if, he, if he was here right now, you'd see it. We're best of buddies. That is a question when when Nuge is out, people always ask. Yeah. Is, 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 he's got Derek with him this time. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it yeah. is something. Yeah, it they, is... Must have, they must have gotten an argument. He's not with him this yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. And there's it, always those stories, is man. so far from the okay. truth. Okay. Yeah, it's never that. That's the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Derek, thanks for sharing your, your stories. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I've wondered so long, uh, you know, a lot of rock fans I do. I think everybody A has. lot of rock fans yeah. do, and it's just good to hear it first person, man. Yeah. So uh, thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Well, there you go right there, gang. Derek St. Holmes, the original singer for Ted Nugent, discussing that self-titled debut album, Ted Nugent. How cool is is that guy Greg Hansberry? God, he's he's almost awesome. as cool as uh, as the Nuge himself. As the Nuge himself, <laughs> and you can see where that would be. There would be a lot of friction sure. there with Big those personalities. Two. So I hope you guys dug it. I hope you dug our artist, artist edition. So Greg, we need to pick. We need to pick our favorite songs. Uh, I told Derek in that interview that uh, Queen of the Forest is mine, and there's a whole WKRP in Cincinnati uh, thing there that Johnny Fever. That was the song he played. I don't want to get into that too much, but that was one of the reasons I picked that. And All I'm right. curious to actually see uh, what your favorite pick is. And I know your old man is a fan too. We got to play his song too, right? I do. Um, you know, I got to go with Motor City Madhouse. Oh, 
just a, a fucking cool song. It's and he's the Motor City Madman. As you say, my dad has been a fan. I knew him as the Motor City Madman growing up. Right. Fair so enough. That's, Fair that's enough. Your, your dad's props. a great man. That's awesome. I hear awesome. stories about the Nuge all the time from back in the day <laughs> when he would play like high school gyms and stuff. My dad it, would just Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Some good stuff there. Hey, Greg, I'm glad you enjoyed that one. I'm glad you gave your father a shout out. John Hansberry. There you go. All right, J.H. Thank you, good sir. If we ever do, uh, if we ever do a Willie Nelson album, if we ever do the Outlaws album, I'll make sure I give uh, uh, Papa Madness a shout out <laughs> as well. Hey guys, hope you enjoyed it. That was vinyl analysis for producer Greg Hansberry. I'm Arch Madness. See ya. <laughs> Man, that's cool.